The morning ritual is sponsored by Recess Mood. One healthier alternative to alcohol after a stressful day is Recess Mood. So Recess Mood is a sparkling water and it's infused with functional ingredients like magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. Podcast listeners get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash TMR. Recess Mood is made with real fruit, and it comes in four delicious flavors, like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. With only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's a guilt-free way to unwind. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash TMR and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Welcome to the Morning Ritual, meditations to help you set the tone for your day. I'm your host, Lily Balch. In today's episode, Jen Tardif, the founder of the Mindful Collective, Third Ritual, is here to guide you through a meditation to pause, reflect, and open up to a more abundant state of being. I really appreciate how clear, concise, and helpful Jen makes this practice. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. And now to my conversation and meditation with Jen. Welcome to the podcast, Jen. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. So I've actually been following Third Ritual on Instagram for years now, and I really appreciate that you add more value to my Instagram. (laughs) Sometimes I can be such a mindless scroller and your posts are so thoughtful and they're very grounding and and I even love your little Instagram bio. It for our listeners it says permission to pause. Because when we move half as fast, we notice twice as much. So naturally, when I found out that you'd be a guest on this podcast, I was so excited. So I would love for you to tell our listeners about Third Ritual this mindful collective that you started. Sure. And thank you so much for that feedback too, because we do um, really try to abide by the idea that the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So it can seem silly, you know, to invest so much care and attention to something like Instagram, but um, you sort of summarized it better than I could have, where if we can get someone to slow down mid scroll, you know, that counts. Right. And so I think that that's what's cool about this container. If folks are listening um, while they're doing something else or, you know, readying themselves for the day um, and they can pause, then that and that alone is is success. You know, it doesn't have to be sitting on top of a mountain <laughs> um, meditating for 30 days or something quite extreme. Right. And so it's about kind of carving that out in in the here and now and in you know, what our modern times sort of allow for. Um, and to answer your question about third ritual, we we really define ourselves as a collective, you know, versus a company or a brand because um, we take a very biomimetic approach to building and creating. And so if you think of a collective, it's like a school of fish or a flock of birds, you know, or a swarm of bees, and they're all moving in the same direction. And so in the case of third, that's towards a more connected way of life in its most 
you know, sort of simplest definition. And, um, and so the way we do that is in two parts. We, we you know, we always say like our offering is, is equal parts, tools and techniques. And on the tools side, we create things that, um, you know, are really in reverence to ancient practices, but that will feel at home in a, in a modern setting. So like a brass candle holder that you put pins in the taper and as it burns, they drop and it sounds like a Tibetan singing bowl. Um, so it's a beautiful way to time someone's meditation if they don't want to be tethered to their phone or, you know, a lot of folks light it at like a dinner party. And maybe when the chime sounds, everyone will share an intention or just notice their posture or take a deeper breath. Um, and then on the technique side, we lead workshops and share practices like you do in, in your space as well, and um, really try to equip people with the, the self-knowledge and the education that they need in order to be less, you know, reactionary and, and maybe um, a little bit more mindful and even in control or, or, you know, residing in a place that's a little less effort and more ease. Yeah. Wow. I love that. And I think they go hand in hand so beautifully because these mindfulness practices that bring us more balance and more ease, be it meditation, breath work, journaling, they can be hard to return to every day and, and make those rituals habitual, so to speak. But if you have something tangible to look at, like that candle holder to remind you, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's my meditation cushion. I have to have that thing out all the time or in my eyesight just as an invitation to sit down and to meditate. So I look forward to checking out more of your more of your tools. Yeah, that's beautiful that it's your your cushion and you know and anything counts like just to underscore the fact that it doesn't have to be and this is where I'm like the world's worst businesswoman because, you know, it doesn't have to be commodified. Like I have a stone that my daughter found sitting on my desk as we speak. And that has become a bit of a talisman for me. You know, I can touch it, I can hold it and it can remind me that, you know, all of this is really for her. And how do I want her to view me, you know, as she's figuring out her place in the world. So it's it's just anything that you kind of infuse with intention, I think can become quite alchemical. I argue that makes you a great businesswoman because <laughs> you have these practices being offered as well. And that's, and that's a really nice segue into having you lead us in a meditation. Sure. I'd be, I'd be honored. Um, so I was thinking that I would just share and, you know, this, this is sort of always what I do in preparing to teach is, is I, I call forward, you know, what's resonating with me and we're in a season of, transition right now. And so there's a lot um, mid flux and, and something that's been helping me ground is, you know, this idea of like, if you were driving a car and you got in a, in a car crash, like you might call like triple A for help. Right. And so I, I, I love language and playing with that as a bit of a container. I've, I've come up with these three prompts, these, these, these like this triple A and um, it's something that can take 30 seconds or, you know, 30 minutes, but it's really just a way to, to check in and pause before you decide what to do next. Um, so I think it's a beautiful way to start one's day if that's where they are in time and space when listening. And the first day is attention. 
And the Merriam-Webster definition, there are a few, but the one that I love the most is simply a narrowing or focusing of consciousness and receptivity. So if you can, this is a beautiful invitation to close your eyes. And if that's not possible, then maybe you just direct your attention by way of your mind's eye to your physical self. And I find that before we even go inside, what's most accessible is usually that which is in contact with the outer landscape or the surfaces around us or beneath us. So you might drop into the sensation of your feet as they connect to the floor. If you're sitting in a chair, the weight of your seat and the support beneath you Noticing if you can adjust your posture. And then bringing your attention to any area that might be holding tension. So that's commonly in the jaw. For me, I furrow my brow. So just by sending your attention there, a lot of times it'll soften. And if not, and it's really stuck today, that's okay too, right? We call it a practice for a reason. It's meant to be returned to and it gets easier each time. Now that you've harnessed your attention towards the self, see if you can acknowledge as in admit what is true. So how are you doing really? What do you need more of? And what could you do without? And I think it's really interesting to note that in my research of these words, a synonym for acknowledgement is gratitude which leads us into the third A, abundance. So to abide in a state of abundance or an abundant mindset is to recognize what you have, not what you want, not what you hope to cultivate, but what you have in the here and now. What's going well? What feels right and safe and expansive? And what if the things that are caught in a loop in the mind, the things that keep you up at night, are all just lessons waiting to be learned. So by grading your attention, the act of acknowledging in an abundant mindset, we can return on a physical and 
emotional and mental level to that and that all great sages are really directing us to. And it's the, the greatest wisdom lies within. If you have the privacy, I love to end this practice by placing one hand on the heart, the other hand on top. Taking a full breath in through the nose and releasing it out the mouth. If you have your eyes closed, you can gently flutter them open, welcoming the light back in. And maybe, just maybe, it'll help you see the world through a slightly different lens. Thank you so much, Jen. I really appreciated that practice and I've never heard of that triple A. I love it. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> Can I borrow it? Of course. It's for everyone. I mean, I, I really, have, you know, these practices, obviously, as we, we can't talk about acknowledging without um, also acknowledging the shoulders that we stand upon when we participate, right? They have deep, deep uh, histories in Asia and India and, and a lot of these rituals stem from indigenous rites and practices. And I think that it is absolutely okay to modernize them and make them your own. You know, if a word that I use doesn't work, replace it. You know, it should be in your own voice and it should be accessible, but that is so much more, you know, effective and sustainable, frankly, if it's also paired with reverence, you know, and an appreciation for the teachers that came before and the teachers that will come after. So I'm all for that. Any Anything that feels good to you is, is yours. Take it, use it, you know, keep modifying and adapting it so that it serves you as you evolve. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. And I really appreciate you coming on and sharing that practice with us. And something that came to mind when you guided us through the last A, um, abundance, coming from a place of appreciating what we already have. And I think that we're, we're such beings of striving and reaching outwards for more, more of this and more of that. And we're very forward thinking. And if we could just take a pause and remember and appreciate what we have right now, it's so powerful. I literally felt an opening in my body when you led us through that. So what a great reminder. Beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah. And so for our listeners, how can they find you? Of course, Third Ritual on Instagram, but how how else can we find you? Yeah. Um, well, we have a website, which is thirdritual.com. It doesn't matter how you spell it. It'll get you to us. And um, we, if you're interested in ever joining one of our workshops, we do them seasonally. So in traditional Chinese medicine, there are five seasons instead of four. So we do five a year and um, they're over Zoom and it's part, you know, guided practice like we did today. And we also bring in a lot of creative elements and movement and aromatherapy since that's a tool that we love to work with as well. Fantastic. So I'll be sure to include that in the show notes below. And we end every episode in the same way. 
Let's all take a nourishing breath in through the nose. And a cleansing breath through the mouth. Ah. And have a lovely day.